Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Hey, Dana, it's time. It is clearly time. I see what you did there. (laughs) I have a vision for the next 25 minutes. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad that we talked about time, about how long that vision is for. Because, And if you are out there wondering what we're even talking about, this is episode 121 of the Kick Some ADHD podcast, and we're talking about cultivating a clearer vision of time. Time. It's just one of those topics. Actually, it was fun. Last week, we talked about the warped vision of time that Mm -hmm. people who have ADHD often experience. And we, we, we teed this up because we got all the sort of, you know, stuff set up last week. But now I, I think this week we're getting super practical, right? Yes, we are getting more and more practical. So if you left last week thinking, oh, yeah, now I know what time horizon is and now I know what time blindness is. Now I know all of that stuff. But what do I do about it? That's what we're up to this week. Yes, and I love the code that we talked about last week. Are we are we going to mention that now? Or are we gonna- oh, yes. Can't you see it's in bold and capital letters sprinkled throughout our talking notes? <laughs> yes, this is so so great. And so, if you've already forgotten the code from listening to last week's episode, you're not alone. I looked at this and went, "Oh yeah, I remember that." <laughs> you won't have more time or motivation later. Ouch. Yes. I've been using that one a lot, David, as I'm procrastinating in things or just saying, oh, you know, no, Dana, you won't have more time or motivation to do that later. Yeah. 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 Sadly. So it's just it's just one of those doses of reality that we get to just, you know, swallow and deal with. And but it's it's what our kick some ADHD codes are anyway, aren't they? Doses of reality. Yeah, they are. They are. And it's good. Yeah. But it's like you always say, like, we, we, we really are better off just dealing with reality than than whatever fictions we might, you know, like to tell ourselves at times. So, yes, all yes. Right. Yeah. Speaking of clearly, I realized I didn't have the right glasses on. There was there was a reason I couldn't see you okay. now there. That's better. I can see clearly now. Is the rain gone? The fog is gone. The fog is gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um Let's see, where are we on our notes? We've kind of been talking about it. So last week we talked about the lies we tell ourselves about time and our weak boundaries and all of this blocks our ability to more easily get things done. We talked about time blindness and time horizon. If you don't know what in the heck I'm mentioning, go back and listen to episode 120 of the Kicks and ADHD podcast because that will fill in all the details. I, I want to get into the nuts and bolts today. I don't want to spend a lot of time going over what we talked about last week. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think we very clearly articulated how much this thing can be problematic, <laughs> this, yes. this issue of time and how we experience yeah. time. Yes, yes, it's definitely a problem. It's time today for all of us to jump into action to take the next step. Yes, Yes, action. We are people of action. It's who we want to be. We 
are people of action. That's one of my goals in life, it, or actually intentional action. Isn't yes. It? Because I can act on all kinds <laughs> of silly things. <laughs> As opposed to it's random impulsive action. action. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let us be define what we mean by action yeah. more clearly. There's some presuppositions in there we need to clarify because if we were talking about <laughs> action toward a particular <laughs> aim, direction, target thing and stuff. Yes. Yes. Intentional action. Yeah. And so much of this, David, I find for me, it's about being able to reach our goals and get the important things done. Yeah. It's just back to the basics of why we're here with this podcast for people who are struggling, especially professionally. <laughs> yep. You know, and yeah. knowing what to do and when and getting it done and, and, and being the sort of person that other people can rely upon to do what we said we would do. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what is a clearer vision of time? What do we get by that? What do we mean by that? I've got, what, four things there? Stop depending on motivation to get things done. If you're sitting at your desk, right of your computer, and you're waiting to really be excited about doing that boring work project that you need to do, if we have to step out of that because you will not have more time or motivation later to get that thing done. There's but, our code again. But, 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 Dana. Yeah? If, if I can't depend on motivation, <laughs> um, how do I motivate myself? <laughs> yep. Right, yep. there's a catch-22. And, and this is that shift. Oh, yeah, and this is the definite shift that we need to start making. Yeah. And those are things we're talking about today. Okay. So a clear vision of time means I, I'm doing it because it I need to do it because it's helping me get to where I need to want to go, not because I'm excited about doing it in the moment. Okay. All right. So so right. we're not looking for the dopamine hit of sudden excitement or or stimulation because the deadline is already upon me or whatever the things are that normally like trigger motivation suddenly to occur, to appear out of nowhere. We're saying yeah. we're going to we're going to we're going to become the kind of people who do things anyway, even if we don't feel motivated. We still need to rely on that dopamine hit for the last little push. Sure. We've had we did a podcast about this. Oh, earlier, David, it may be time to revisit that. OK. I can't remember how long ago it was. I, I think it's time for us to re to revisit you don't that. you don't have a clear vision of the time that's passed i don't between... have a clear vision of 121 previous podcasts <laughs> okay <fair enough. laughs> we also for a clear vision of time we need to start looking into the past to see more clearly our future okay getting out of that now not now time blindness thing that we live in and expanding that horizon does this also imply that we're learning some lessons from the past, whereas maybe that might be a weakness of ours that we talked about last week otherwise? Yes. Okay. It, yes. We want to start learning lessons from the past. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yes. Instead of just saying, this is what's in front of me and I'm excited about doing whatever I'm not supposed to be doing right now and that's what I'm going to do. And we need to expand that, our time horizon. Mm-hmm. Learning from the past, because often we don't learn from the past, and learning that, oh, when I do X, Y will happen to me in the future. To, sorry to bring in high math 
yeah, al- algebraic equations were not on the, the the plan for me for today, but but I appreciate it. <laughs> that was the only kind of math I've ever liked because it's a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, I always enjoyed algebra. Actually, anyway, I, I we digress. Equations in general, but that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So look at the past to more clearly see the future. We also want to start bringing in reality. Oh my gosh, there's that word that we use often, isn't yeah. it, David? More realistic about what we can do. More realistic about how long it will take. Okay. And more realistic about what we cannot do. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah what, what we can do, if we're realistic about that, then we, we have to simultaneously be realistic about the other side of the coin, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I was good. making an assumption there, which I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Any thoughts, questions? I just no. I I've already asked my questions. I think I'm just I'm I'm realizing that that this is where we're headed. The clearer vision of time is what we hope to attain, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily like you're not saying, hey, just start doing all four of these things. We're we're, no, we're about to talk about not. how to do it. Okay, good. Yeah, well, we're about to talk about how to do it. It's going to take some adjustment. It will take some work. We're we're re um, putting new tracks and new pathways in. Yeah. New tracks in old habits. Yeah. We got those uh, wagon trail ruts pretty deeply uh, embedded in, in our soil, in our brain. And at, it, we can't expect to just suddenly start to do this. We want to move in this direction. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Have you ever been to the wagon wheel tracks, David? No, but do you know why they're, why the, the train tracks are the width they are today? Because it fit the wagon wheel. And wagon. why the wagon wheels were the width they were? I don't know that. Because of the ruts on the roads that the Romans built in two thousand years ago, the there was there was a there was a set of ruts, and you ended up having to build your wagon the same width because you couldn't pass through certain gates. Wait, Be- stop though. How did that get to the new world? It's the, we've we've inherited this standard from two thousand years ago. It's Those the most Romans. interesting thing. So for some other time, but not now. But that's something like I did I did research on this a while ago. It's very so, David. What's going to happen to our future if we talk about Roman wagon wheels right now? We will not finish this podcast on time. We will create a long episode that doesn't deliver on what we promised. And so right now we have to realize that we can only be realistic about fitting in so many things in this we episode. We have to talk about what we need to talk about, not what is interesting us in the moment. But I'm so motivated to talk about Roman cartwheels. Anyway, now I so, want to know. I know. Maybe we should have a whole episode on Roman wagon wheels. Anyway. Oh my gosh, let's readjust. Let's see how easily this happens. It's gosh. true. And especially ah. when like dopamine gets involved because like ah, research fun. Ah, that. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. history. Anyway. All right. Five steps to cultivating a clearer vision of time. And these are not sequential steps. I just named that. I needed to name it something 20 minutes before we started recording. And that was what I said. Okay. To be quite honest. I like having a, an odd number of steps. It's, it's somehow more yes. happy than an okay. even number. Okay. Step one, feel your future, learn from your past. Feel your future, learn from your ah, past. This is that time horizon thing where we feel the future. Yes. Like the end of this episode is approaching so much more quickly than I think. And so we have to feel that so we stay on on topic. Yes. So picturing your future as vividly as you possibly can. Looking into your past to inform your future. 
So I know that when we get off track and don't have enough time to record, we did, I think a couple of weeks ago, we had to end up thinking, talking like this. We sounded like a um, Not quite a chipmunks. pharmacy ad. <laughs> We're reading the fine print at the bottom of the screen that you can't see on your television right now. Because the side, we sounded like the side effects of a pharmacy. <laughs> These are all the things we don't want you to know about this drug. Yeah. And this is what we don't want to have to happen again in the podcast. So what happened and what will happen if I do whatever? Yeah. So thinking about the consequences of the, the diversion or the thing that isn't the, the whatever that we, that we know we intend right. to do right now. Right. And what happens if I don't? do that what will happen to, for my future self and because we, can, we want the best for our future self that was a, a podcast that we yeah. talked about i think last summer giving gifts to your future self I and remember. actually i had um one of the women in the success club she said that that has really helped her that future idea of the future self she has used it and used it and that's really helped her get so much more done at work yeah, I love it because it's it's become a bit of a meme now. Like, you know, I'm going to eat all of the cake today because, hey, the pounds that I'm going to gain, that's a problem for future me. You know, like there's always this, it's sort of a joke to do it in the opposite way. But what uh -huh. what we're doing is giving gifts instead. Like future me yes. is going to thank me for putting the cake away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the question is not, do I feel like doing this right now? Do I feel like talking about cultivating a clearer vision of time or do i feel like talking about roman wagon wheels nah that's not the question that's always no we don't want to talk about the duller stuff not that a clearer vision of time well it is duller than roman wheel history for some facts. people sure for some people yeah, but like, I mean, if, yeah. if you're if you're struggling with your time issue right now and you're listening and you're thinking all right let's do this yeah and so yeah but 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 your point is well taken right we're not going to have more time later or motivation later <laughs> We won't have more time or motivation later. So the right question, what is the right question for feeling our future and learning from our past? How will future me feel about today me if I don't do what I know I need to do? And it's not even today me, it's right now me. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because today me, yeah. well, that just opens up all sorts of opportunities. <laughs> yeah, right now. It's right now me. It's yeah. now me. Yeah. Yeah. You may change that in the notes if you want to. That's okay. I'm all right. Wait till you scroll past it so I don't distract you. <laughs> Okay, I've scrolled past. Okay. Feel your future, learn from your past. Now, the next thing we need to do is pound on procrastination. Pound on Procrastinating it. does not reduce the misery. We know all that. We know procrastination makes it worse. In fact, we can spend a lot more time worrying about not doing whatever it is that we're supposed to do than it actually takes to do it. Oh, boy. That is so true. So true. How many hours and minutes or seconds have I spent sometimes dreading a thing? And then when I do it, it's like, oh, wow, it didn't take as yeah. long as I thought. Right. Oh, that that little project took, you know, five minutes or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's funny because we're talking about being realistic, right, about how long things are going to take. And, mm -hmm. and it's funny how we overestimate things we don't want to do and we underestimate things we want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you're right, David, because there's there's a lot of things that like the answering comments on my website, which I always do. I always answer unless it's some random wacko thing. Um, and I don't like doing it for some reason. 
Yeah, it feels like I work or a chore or whatever. It's just not. Well, yeah. I am at work. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is work. I don't know why. I just don't like doing it. And it. I make it so bigger in my head mm. than I than it needs to be. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things that's important for for my company. Well, of course, you know, and, yeah. and the readers and listeners who go yeah, to your website. Yeah, it's important Dana and Rayburn. to build the connections. And I like helping people. That's another thing. I need to reframe frame it, mm. don't I? It's yeah. not about me answering the comments. It's about helping the the people who find my website. Yeah, which is which is DanaRayburn.com. If you're listening and oh, you have not been to DanaRayburn.com. <laughs> Um, yes. Dana didn't ask me to tell you this, but I'm telling we'll you We'll take a moment to put in a little plug yeah. for the best ADHD website out there. Anyway, oh, there was a plug. All right. So procrastinating is not your friend. It makes you rush. You're not able to do what you want to do to get it done. So we've got to look at our procrastination patterns, right? We've talked about this before. It's probably a good thing to bring up again. Are you being a superhero? Are you saving others? You think through those yeses before you say them. Oof. Ouch. Procrastivity. Are we procrastivitying? That's sorry, I just made up a new word. I so love that word. Pro- <laughs> procrastivity. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm I'm telling myself that I'm doing something useful right now when all I'm really doing is avoiding the thing that I intend to do. <laughs> Right. That came from one of the Success Club members the, in the call the other day oh, uh, so great. when Thank we talked you. about procrastinating. And she, she said, I, yeah, this, here's the term. Yeah, it seems like you're getting stuff done and you're being productive, but it isn't the right thing that you yeah. really intended to do. Been there. Yeah. So maybe it's me cleaning the house instead of answering the comments on the website. And helping the people who, you know, you're here to help. Yeah. Yeah. The other, another thing uh, to pound on procrastination is learning what you need to do to get started, yes. to light your fuse. Yeah. Yeah. What small steps can I take? Um, and there is a lot of fodder in here, isn't there, for more podcasts? Yeah. And I think we did an episode. Well, I know we've done several episodes on procrastination, right. but I remember us talking about the things that help you get started. And that's, yeah. that's a really, that's a really useful yeah, but I, I will look and see because we may. Um, yeah, it might maybe be time to revisit. Yeah, exactly. Once in a yeah. while, we need to revisit. That's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there's that one. Another thing is use planning and scheduling tools. Yes. Yeah. Along with pounding procrastination, planning and scheduling tools. It does not need to be perfect. Messy planning is better than no planning. Sloppy scheduling is better than no scheduling. We've got to keep it simple. Find something, a planning system that works well enough and stick with it. Yeah. And we've talked about this too, right? For us, it needs to also have flexibility baked in because Mm -hmm. rigidity will not work. We'll just ignore the whole plan if it's too rigid. Yeah. 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 And I know a lot of people are expecting rigidity. They're expecting these rules because when I train in the success club about planning, people will come back and say, okay, I do I do it this way? They're looking for this exact specific formula, and that's not what we do. No, no, because that... what's good enough? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. there is mean... no exact specific formula for everybody. Right. We, we need it to make it our own. Yeah, and no plan survives first contact with the enemy, <laughs> with reality. <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, I like that. So, making your planner perfect takes on a life of its own. It is not a productive use of time. It's procrastivity. 
right. Yeah. It is procrastivity. I like this word. I'm going to use it more. Okay. So planning, why do we care about planning and scheduling? Because it helps you stretch your time horizon so you're looking more into the future. Oh, that's good. It helps you get done more of what's important to you. And one of the things I say, you've probably heard me say this, um, is that look out two to three weeks when you're planning. So you catch those things. We're not surprised when it doesn't become a now and then we aren't ready for it. Mm. And I'm realizing when I was putting this together and thinking about this more is we need to look further than three weeks. Interesting. And not expecting us to act on it or act on it in a big way, but at least be aware that it's there and maybe start seeding the action. So you're you're kind of scanning in the future. You're not, you're not like trying to plan every minute of whatever three weeks from now. You're just, you're just noticing where the dates are and what the big things are. And like, Hey, Dana, the holidays are almost upon us already. And it'll be Thanksgiving in the U S before we know it. And you know what I mean? Like, that's just a, that's one of those things that, wow, if that's not in your time horizon, I saw a tweet the other day that, that was like, Hey, just remember if, if you haven't done it by November 15th, it isn't going to happen in Q4. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I was like, Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, David. I know. Right. But that's just like dealing with reality. Right. And it's lessons from the past. We've all, I mean, we all expect things to occur in November, December that are just not real. (laughs) Yeah. 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 One of the things that I've done in past in the past, I don't do this now because I'm more I'm I'm more better. I'm more better at it. More better at it. Okay. I'm more better at it. Is I used to have huge notes in my calendar and my schedule that expecting to get anything extra done in December is just not going to happen. Ah. It's not. And now you don't need the notes because you just that's a that's part of your awareness. It's more ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. However, this year, I probably need to put the note back in now that I'm thinking about it, because with the pandemic not as frantic, we're going out, we're doing more things, um, I have a feeling that the tempo of the holiday season is going to pick up faster than it was the last few years. Yeah, these last couple of years have been very different in the holidays. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Interesting. And I also need to realize it, one thing for me is that the the holiday, the personal life festivities and things bleed into the work life yeah that's true we're not we're not disconnected we think we are but most for most people at least professionals our personal life and our work life are 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 they touch they're yeah they're entangled in in ways that we may not acknowledge yeah 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 that's good wow all right so planning helps stretch your time horizon and that's where the big things in are that's where the goals are Right. The goals They're, aren't yeah. remembering, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this right now. The goals are out. They live in the future. That's why we care. This is good. Is this good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Estimating I, time. Okay. Uh, are you measuring? This is from, from Ari Tuckman. I, I got that in a, the um, webcasting I listened to. Are you measuring only the task itself or the real time it takes to do something? Gosh, that's so painful and yet so true i know i'm became well how did i not think of this myself how often do you get interrupted or distracted and how long it takes you to get back on task so you taught me this though because back when we were coaching and i know we've talked about it on previous episodes of kick some adhd the, the same idea that like meetings do not end when the meeting ends 
right? So you taught me this sort of like this, this sort of, you have to allot the time to figure out, you know, what your action items are and plan next steps and actually, you know, finish your notes or whatever the things are that, that need to uh-huh. happen. Or if you're billing for time, God forbid that you, you know, put time entry somewhere, you know what I mean? Like the, you taught me that and, and it like, it makes every hour actually take an hour plus okay. some period yeah, of time. That's the, yeah. Okay. And it's the, the same beginning, idea. middle and end. So it's a sort of the same way of looking at it. Yeah, it's just that that we tend to think about well, the task itself is going to take me twenty minutes or two hours or whatever. But we, in reality, no, because you're going to get interrupted. You'll have someone. In my case, I get chats, urgent tasks, urgent. I uh, hate chats. Yeah, I do too. And um, yeah, and it, it and it's a brutal cycle because then mm-hmm. you you, you it, the task switching has a cost intellectually and and certainly time wise and. Gosh, energy and all that stuff. So, yeah, so estimating this is this is the bane of my existence, honestly. Estimating time. Yeah, but this is a helpful I, thing to think about, right? Yeah. So we have to look at, and this shrinks the estimated time shrinks the closer the deadline is, and the close, and the more you are able, you have to shift into hyper focus. Yeah. Right. So when we're closer to the deadline and we're really plugging away on a on a project and we're hyper-focused, we are not going to be as prone to the distractions as we are earlier when we're trying to do something a little bit earlier. We have to plan for that. It is not a smooth, it's a warped ruler, a warped measure of time. Yeah, it really is. And this is also something that affects me. Like I I have a tendency to try to find ways to add value or over-deliver inside of a task. Because I know of all of the reasons why I need to make deposits into that account so that I can make mm-hmm. withdrawals later because I'm going to need to withdraw. But but it, when time is compressed and it, when we're down to the wire, I'm, I'm ditching the extras and only doing what it takes to do the thing, right? So it's actually, yeah. I'm, I'm reducing the scope for the reasons you just articulated. Right. That's why when we look at the our time ruler with ADHD, yeah. we've got to realize that it's going to be warped and our focus will change at the closer we get to the deadline. Wow, that's so interesting. God, we're good. <laughs> yes, we are, Dana. Well, you are. <laughs> well, no, because you bring you bring it up. We're both good together. David, we're awesome. Uh, estimating time, breaking things into smaller tasks makes that easier to do. That's true. Especially I'm big on small steps. Yeah, exactly. More looking at more small steps than the big glob of a something. Yeah, and it's easier to optimize the smaller steps, especially when yes. it's something you repeat a lot. You yeah. know. And that's why I love repeating tasks because you are more able to time it, to use it as a ballpark. It's repeating doing things in repetition really helps. That's really good. I like that. It's not going to be an exact science. I've learned that the hard way myself. I, Everybody, you've probably learned that yourself too, listener. Um, but this repeating tasks help. Also, if you have to guess, round up. We tend to go into, into la-la land and think and round down. We need to round up our estimates. So I have an, a fun um, n- new that's new to me. It's been around for a long time, but a new time estimating tool that I really love. And it is if you, if you do a certain type of work and you know that some things are, you know, smaller or bigger in terms of the time they'll take than other things, we can use t-shirt sizes, small, medium, large, extra large to estimate 
the thing. And so like if you're if you're trying to sometimes it's I don't hard want to, to talk about this right now because I think this is a whole wonderful topic. Oh good. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about that. I, more later. I want to to do a podcast on David's t shirt size <laughs> est- time estimate. Well that sounds very personal, but okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm making a note. David's okay. t-shirt size because I haven't heard this before and I know I'm going to want to know more than oh good okay cool fine the other thing that we need to do other than learning to better estimate time is build blockades against those distractions oh my gosh block the off ramps yes the distractions we want the right stuff to stand out more than the the distractions. What are your worst distractions? For so many people, it's their phone, it's the internet, it's news, it's for many people, it's they're trying to work and it's their family keeps coming in and distracting them. Um, Interruptions, texts, phone calls, chats, direct instant messaging groups, whatever, all of that stuff. Yeah, and these are a little different than the productivity kryptonite we talked about a few episodes ago in mm-hmm. number one eighteen. But but there's probably some overlap. You know? Oh yeah, there's overlap in yeah. in all of this. Isn't yeah, of course. There? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So we we want to start dulling the distractions, making the the things that we need to our goals, the things we need to get done, making that stand out more than the distracting things. I like and that it. can be as simple as shutting down the chat groups putting your phone on do not disturb shutting down the email using using um blocking tools which are out there yeah absolutely that's good okay yeah yeah and remember david what is our code you won't have more time or motivation later dana (laughs) thank you user not user listener what is our code say it with us I won't have have more more time time or motivation motivation later. later. (laughs) Exactly. No, it's true. (laughs) It's true. These are good. And the five steps, I'm going to put the five steps in the show notes. We don't always do that. Sometimes I I don't include the the sort of like bullet point things, but I'm going to put them in the show notes. So if you're listening and you're like, wait, I didn't get the five steps. Look at your podcast app right now. You'll see. Oh, I like that. Thanks, David, because I know when I listen to podcasts often, I go to the show notes because I'm not. If I'm driving or whatever, I'm not hearing it. Hey, and if you're out there and you want more explanation on any of these things, post it on social. Yeah. Post it on, on Twitter or let's, let's, let's do Twitter. on Facebook. Let's just focus let's on just Twitter. Let's just do Twitter. Yeah. And, and the right. reason is I just recently actually signed in to the Kick Some ADHD Twitter account from my phone. So not just my own normal Twitter account, but I'm actually like, you know what? I, I did this a long time ago and then got a new phone and forgot and so I haven't been monitoring the Twitter account from my Oops. phone. I do monitor it, but it, but just oh. from my computer. But um, this way, if you tweet us and just at mention kick some ADHD on Twitter or or however you wish, go find one of our tweets and reply however you want to do that. Um, I'm not going to promise you that I will reply within a certain time frame, but I will I will say I will get the notification on my phone. So unless I've blocked it because it's a distraction, <laughs> I will... Uh, I will get it. So, so yeah, we'll be we'll be paying attention to uh, to tweets. If yeah, if you want more information on any of these or anything ADHD related, please put it on the Twitter. Let us know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We really want to answer the questions that you have. Yeah, we really do, and it's always we have such a great community of people. Every time we interact, oh, it's always great. Oh so, my gosh! I know. 
too. All right, David. So since you won't have more time or motivation to go to your meeting later than you do right now, we better sign off. I guess so. I guess so. All right. I'm going to pound this code into my brain. Hey, and and if you want to help us, remember to rate and review Kick Some ADHD podcast in your podcast app of choice. Uh, That really helps us build listeners and help more people. And if you haven't subscribed, while you have the show notes open, because we know you're looking at the five points right now, just go and rate the thing right now and make sure you've hit the subscribe button. It does make a difference. It helps other people like you and me find Dana and this show. So, yes, that's what we want. Everyone go out and kick some ADHD. Bam! We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.